Therefore says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
and may you be prepared to endure everything with patience, while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, that is the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. The word of the Lord.
place that is called the skull. They crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. about resurrection 
and something about Jesus as the unseen pilot, essential to the whole experience. Christ the King of the Boeing 747. As the ascent butterflies in my stomach, I remember poetry that I have both read and written about this exact experience, unlikely human flight. Oh, my mind and heart waxed poetic for those two and a half childless hours as I flew far from home, 30,000 feet over the earth. And then I landed and raced across rush hour Chicago to a 9 a.m. meeting, sat in a boardroom all day, slightly nauseated from exhaustion and the head cold that won't I crashed in a hotel, lonely, missing my family, and disappointed that staying in a hotel all by myself wasn't panning out to be the relaxing and vacation-like experience that I had expected and hoped for. I woke up an hour before my alarm, still stuffed up and slightly grumpy. Jesus, I am tired. I want to go home. So I walked to Lake Michigan. As I watched the sunrise over the water and the moon set over the city behind me, I was lifted back up to that transcendent place of poetry and prayer and awe. A number of jet streams stretched across the deep blue and pink sky. And two of them crossed each other, creating a huge celestial crucifix in the sky. The magic of a sacred sunrise buoyed me through my train ride to the airport, where I breathed through security and boarded my return flight in anticipation of another spiritual experience in the clouds, hoping to write my sermon while feeling inspired by the majesty of air travel. And then, just after takeoff, the woman in front of me reclined her seat to take a nap. <laughs> and my laptop is too big to open all the way when the person in front of me has her seat reclined. So I couldn't write my sermon. But I did try so that everyone around me could see my conundrum. I opened it 45 degrees. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> I grumped my way all the way home, annoyed at a man on the bus for not moving the suitcase off the seat when plenty of us were standing, looking at the seat. Frustrated that I came out of the tea just in time to watch my bus pull away from the curb. <laughs> and then I got home, and my two-year-old squealed, Mommy, and ran into my arms and hugged me right back to Today, as we look at these two seemingly diametrically opposed images of Christ, I want to propose that just as our concept of God is incomplete without Creator, Spirit, and Redeemer all at once, our concept of an accompanying Redeemer who gets where we are is incomplete without knowing both powerful King and completely. Thank <laughs> you.
I am reminded of a line from the movie Aladdin, a line that Robin Williams says to the genie. And when he comes out of the lamp and introduces himself to Aladdin, he explains that he has phenomenal cosmic powers and a city living space. Our phenomenal cosmic Jesus, Christ the King, was in all that I saw out of my airplane window. He was in that sunrise over Lake Michigan and that sacred jet stream cross. And he's in the poetry and the prayer and the awe inspired in each of us as we witness Christ's majesty in one another and in the great, wide, amazing creation around us. Christ was in that homecoming hub gifted to me by my Mysteriously resides in his kingdom on heaven and on 
ministries and relationships of this place. The kingdom gets closer through each of your ministries, through your presence here, through our communion with one another. And the kingdom seeps out into the world through us because we bring Christ's love with us as we go. And then, I believe, we become a part of Christ's movement, Christ's dream. A dream that one day all will be aligned with his love, and Jesus' phenomenal cosmic powers will no longer be held hostage in the itty-bitty living space he voluntarily moved into to be one with us. Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom, the criminal said from the cross, as he knew that he was dying and wanted to be with Jesus in paradise. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, I prayed, as I found myself in awe, flying in that kingdom in the clouds. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, I mutter as I wallow in my grumpy moments. Don't be so entrenched in paradise, Jesus, that you forget about me, about us, partying down here in our limited human condition. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, we pray. Somehow confident that Jesus will continue to come into our kingdom, his kingdom, and continue to come into our lives, back and forth perpetually, until his kingdom has saturated heaven and earth, and each of us is partaking fully of his love. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise.
strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, feed you in eternal life. Amen.
so I appreciate if you consider adding some items uh, by December 6th as the open uh, notice mentions. It really makes a big difference. Thanks very much. James Wimbler, the best trade officer member of the Billy Thank you all for being here this very cold day. There is a new BMW uh, park, uh, park in uh, the She just improperly parked. Please, please move your car. It's an HD6, any HD6. Like this being parked here this morning. I apologize. Please, when it comes to parking, please don't encroach upon our neighbors and fly boats. Thank you. Hi, I'm Brian Lissberger, and I have the great pleasure this year of being part of a team of people who are playing together the Christmas pageant. So I realize it's really you know, Thanksgiving to be joining this activity, but I want you to be thinking about participating with us this year. This is, if you've been to family camp or um, family camp, because it's going to be a multi generational experience.
in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. When we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Supper, he took a cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink, do this for the remembrance of me. Serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us. 